Welcome to Mountain Mama Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And my name is Deborah Moore. And we are your hosts. So, Emily today is going to talk about her adventure in Morocco and all the fun shenanigans that occurred there. So, and this is our first time doing this, so we'll see how this goes, our pilot show. In case you couldn't tell from how smooth and classy it sounds so far. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, so um, I'll just dive into it. When I was in my early 20s, I backpacked Europe, and because that was always a dream. And I went with a gal named Virginia that I actually randomly found before the trip. I'd asked everyone forever to come on the trip with me. And no one, everyone wanted to, but no one had the money. And so this cute little 19-year-old was like, I'll go with you. And we didn't even know each other well. So, like, how did you find <laughs> each other? Um, I mean, this was before a lot of the Instagram hookup kind of stuff. So she was a friend of a friend. Well, a, yeah, friend of a friend who was like, hey, I know this girl. She wants to go on your backpacking trip. And so we met at a Denny's, no joke, and <laughs> talked over breakfast. And I was like... So this is my scheme, and just so you know, sometimes it doesn't work out with people, so they, you know, that at some point during this three-month backpacking trip, we might, you know, break up and go our separate ways, but that's okay, and I think that terrified her, and so we never really had problems the whole time. <laughs> She's like, you're like, just so you know, we're going into another country, and I might ditch you. <laughs> If, so she, you, if things don't pan out. <laughs> yeah, so she was totally cool with it. Yeah, it worked out really well, except for Morocco, which is the country I wanted to tell you about, because this is where we um, most of our trip went well. It was a Western European country. You know, most of them were just, yeah, it, people spoke English. It wasn't a big deal. But we were in Spain, and we were reading our little guidebook, and she's like, you know what? We should do Morocco. And we would both agreed that would be cool. And in the guidebook, it said, you need to go there for like a month or a week to make it worth your while. And so we're like, all right, we'll give it a shot and we'll get really deep into Morocco. So that was our plan. So we take the ferry from Gibraltar, which is really awesome. That's an uh, awesome island covered in monkeys anyway. And we take the ferry across to Tangier. And if anyone's been to Tijuana in Mexico, it's just like Tangier. Like it's like mm. the Arabian, at least back then, it was the Arabian version. Um... So there's just like lots of kitschy stores and like knicky knack things and lots of people there trying to like, you know, get your money and all this kind of okay, stuff yeah. and swindle you. And so as like two American women, we were like, we got to get out of here. So we hopped on the first train we could get and headed south down the coast. And um, on the way, our very first day on the, our train ride down, um, we were in, uh, the trains have these cabins, like they just... So you can seat like four or six people per cabin and they have closing doors. And then there's just like an aisle on the outside that you can walk down the train cars. Okay. Does that make sense? Anyway, so um, so we were sitting in our little train car um, and there was a, a Moroccan guy on across from us and a Moroccan woman sitting next to us. And they were a little bit older. And then this... No joke, he looked like a car salesman, had like the black slicked back hair and some weird tweedy jacket. Ooh, he slides in. probably. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and he totally slides in to our car and starts talking and making, you know, being friendly and all this kind of stuff. And um, 
um, talking about how, how amazing Morocco was. Found out we were travelers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I'll tell my friend. My friend, we, we have some... We have some friends that are coming up on the next stop we want to introduce you to, right? So um, my uh, he goes and yells for his friend, and his friend comes in also with black slicked back hair and a white wife beater. Like, they're like, the, like so, it was like so cliche. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so it was like he was like his heavy or something. Anyway, so mm-hmm. these two guys are trying to talk me and my friend Virginia into going to this wedding at the next stop. They're like, come with us. The next stop is where we're getting off and it's going to be everything a tourist wants to see. We're going to have Moroccan food and we're going to have camel rides and you'll get to see the festival and it's going to be amazing. And little Virginia's eyes are getting bigger and bigger and she's like, this is great. And in my mind, I'm like, they're going to kidnap us and sell us as sex slaves. Like this is my worst fear of our whole trip. So this is my thoughts. Yes. And, um, and so he's like, gets Virginia more and more excited. And so she's, um, so I said, Virginia, let's, I take her outside into the hallway. And I'm like, we got to talk about this. Like, we're going to die if we go with this guy. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying. And um, as we're talking about this, um, a cute couple that we had met from Australia and the next car over comes out and she's like, are you guys thinking of going on this wedding thing? The guy totally just came into our car and tried to sell it to us. And I was like, see, Virginia, he's totally going to kidnap us and we're going to die. We can't go with him. And then just at that time, he comes out with his guy and they're like, what are you doing talking to these Australian guys? Like, uh, they don't know what they're talking about. You're totally going to be fine. This is totally legitimate. Blah, 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 blah. And they're like, you know, they're cool accents and all this sort of stuff. And Virginia's like caught in the middle of all of this. Um, and miraculously, like, we were able to convince her that this had been a bad idea. I was like, we just can't go. We just can't go. And they just get furious, these mm. two guys. And they yelled and, you know, all this and just took off and stormed off. And um, and we go back into our, our car with the other, the other Moroccan guy and the woman. And they both were just like, those guys were so bad like we are so glad you didn't go we were all scared that you're gonna go with them and the cute little moroccan guy was like i kept telling you no with my eyes <laughs> you're like i don't know what that means but okay <laughs> had i been looking at you this whole time so that was the that was the time we almost got sold as sex slaves oh my goodness that's terrifying <laughs> so definitely going with your uh with your gut in that case was really good but not necessarily with her her gut, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know I've heard other stories where it's like, okay, like, had you been, I don't know, six foot two guy, maybe things are a little, a little different. Um, now, not everyone's going to have, like, the Australian couple they're going to run into, of course, to be like, no, this was a bad idea. Do you have any advice to people other than the, like, <laughs> if they seem skeezy and if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, that would be my my thought is go with your gut. Like, I think you need to go with your gut and be rational and, yeah, and trust some of the people around you when you're traveling really do care. They're good people, just like, you know, and they want to make sure you're not going to get hurt. So there's some good people out. And I think most of the time people were really awesome and you could really feel that. I wanted to share another story. Yeah, well, we've got the time. So so this other story was um, on the same trip in Morocco. We um, ended up getting to our... um, this town we wanted to be in that was Rabat, which is a little bit further down the coast. And we got there late and we were exhausted and we got into our hostel and um, it was nighttime 
and we were overlooking uh, we had a window that could overlook the the street and kind of the streets surrounding it enough to see that there was like a huge party going on or something and so we're like I know we're exhausted, but let's go out and check it out and see what's mm -hmm. going on. Okay, yeah. So we hop down the stairs and, and go down, and it turns out it was a night market. And I don't know if they did this every night, but the night we were there, it was just packed. And it had to be like 10 o'clock at night or something. And it's just the streets were just packed with people and lights and a lot of hustle and bustle and food everywhere. Everyone was like eating grilled corn, like as a barbecue corn. Like on a stick or, uh -huh. or in a bowl? Okay. Yeah, like a, like a corn on a stick. Anyway, and then just food everywhere. Uh, they would have meat just hanging dry, like goat meat was a big mm -hmm. deal. And so you just have like a carcass of a goat mm -hmm. <laughs> that's just air dried because mm -hmm. it's, you know. Um, anyway. As you do. As you do. Um, so anyway, there was stuff like this that's going on. And we were just checking it out and being cool and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, I feel this, like, bump against my my leg. And I know it's kind of one of the things, like, there's a million people mm -hmm. around you. But I totally felt this bump. And I look down. And it's this cute little, like, Moroccan street urchin. <laughs> just <laughs> And with his hand in my cargo pocket that I had in my pants. Um, and I'm like, ah! I yell at him. And I grab his hand. And he, like, wiggles out. And he just takes off running. And so I, I, I without thinking, of course, I'm yes. like, ah, you can't take my stuff. And I ran and chased him down, and then we went down, like, some side alley. Which is what you should not probably do, <laughs> speaking of chasing. Because I had no idea what he'd taken. Was it my wallet, you know, my passport, my phone, my camera, oh, whatever. Sure. Um, and so I chased him down this, like, street alley, and I grabbed him. And he had been, like, 10 or something like that. And I literally grabbed him by his, like, shirt and just, like, lifted him up and hit him against the wall, like, the <laughs> alley. And I was like, what did you steal from me? And he like screams like saying all this stuff in Arabic or French or whatever. And he's like, and he's like gesturing to his hand and he opens his hand. And what he had stolen was a little scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you remember scrunchies, how they were all the rage in the 80s? <laughs> Could go for like, hi, a top dollar. No, no way. <laughs> Poor guy. And so I was like, I'm sorry. Like, it's no good that you were stealing stuff from me, but. I'll let you go. It's okay. Anyway, so I my adrenaline was all high, and it took me, uh -huh. and of course, you know, it took me forever to find Virginia in that pick, you know, that market and stuff. Anyway, but yeah, that was the time I we nearly got kidnapped and we nearly got pickpocketed. It, it was the, like the craziest thing. I love Morocco so much. It actually had a, um, we ended up taking a bus up on over the Atlas Mountains to the, the. What is that desert out there? The Sahara? <laughs> oh, the big one. The big, the big desert. Um, I think, and um, we wanted to do a camel ride over there. And so, um, and we ended up staying in a little Berber town. Those are like the native people in Morocco. Oh, okay. And Oh, uh, uh, yeah. my One of my friends is dating a guy from from one of those areas. It's actually very, very isolated where, uh, in fact, she was... There was a what was it? She actually, she was doing laundry and he was and he was like freaking out. What 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 was that? And she was like the laundry because he had never actually heard washer and dryer and that sound. He thought like there was an earthquake or something. And so oh, yeah, like just like so sweet sweet um, guy from like I said one of these smaller villages. I mean but it anyway, is it saying. is like totally on the edge of the desert and they are like amazing kind sweet people mm -hmm. and they live in like um these it's like a red mud kind of square buildings um it's their cause casbah 
and they live in these some of the year and then they also travel out and are nomadic with their camels and stuff um and they do that for a period of the year so and anyway. so and, and i know you kind of like went over that word really super quick as you were explaining it but the casbah part of it is exact is just like it's like the center of your, you know, it's like the center of the community, the Casbah. Oh, okay. Because I just remember you being like, I just, I know when I go to Morocco, I want to rock the Casbah. I don't know what that means. I just want to rock it. I know. You're like, <laughs> show me where it is. I'm going to rock. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to rock it. So now, I know. I didn't know it either. It was super close. So I'm like, okay, we're in the Casbah. That's pretty awesome. But anyway, he was super sweet. And we, so we met this, another guy. Um, he ended up being a good guy, but he, um. Um, said, you can come on a camel ride with us. We're going to do a camel tour out of our hostel that we run um, with some Asian gals and guys that were coming the next day. But we literally, and so we're like, this is going to be amazing. And then um, we literally were laying in our bed that night, and it's like sweaty hot. And Virginia had managed to actually get this place for $2.50, by the way. I know. Sometimes her brown eyes and dark dark complexion helped us out. (laughs) But um, she, we were laying in the middle of the night. She was so cute. And, uh, yeah, she was just, we were both there, I'm like, I was literally sick. I felt nauseous and just sick to my stomach. And we're like, we, as much as we want to do this camel ride, we totally, we just physically couldn't do it. Mm, oh, yeah. And um, so the next day, we just, like, packed our bags and we're like, we love this place, but peace out. And we had to, we took the fastest train back out of Morocco up to Spain. Um, and it was the weirdest thing. Like, once we got back into Spain, it was like I felt better, like wasn't sick anymore. So I think for sure there really is something called culture shock where you like, when you get into a culture that you're not mentally and emotionally prepared for, mm. um, or even in a country and you know, and situate, like you can totally get emotionally sick. It's like the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, huh. so we would have stayed longer, but I just got too sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I guess also it was kind of nice that you guys had planned for at least a week because had you only planned for like a day or two and if, you know for some people they might get that like you said that culture shock right then and not have time to adjust or or anything um so at least you guys still got to have experiences even if some of them were a little dicey but you got to have some cool experiences too so oh yes i mean i won't talk about the the sick other sicknesses we had in morocco <laughs> the ones that go into the too much information <laughs> that's just i learned on those trips that when you travel, like there are, I think it's like four things, three or four things that will happen to you if you travel long enough and you just need to be okay with this. One is that you are going to get sick. That is just gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Another thing is you are gonna have something stolen or lost, something important stolen Mm -hmm. or lost. And then you're gonna get lost. Um, yeah, and I think those are the three things, and of course, and, and, and plans will not go exactly. Oh yeah, and nothing you... goes exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you're a Rick Steves fan, he would always say he would add, "It's going to cost twice as much as you think, and you're going to pack. You should pack like half what you packed because you're not going to use, you know, half of what you actually mm-hmm. carry." Yeah. But anyway, that's what I was like. I learned those those three first three things yes. very well on that trip, and, I, and that's totally happened on every adventure since. Anything that's lasted longer than like a week or so. Mm-hmm. Any true adventure, I would say. But yes. if you're okay with that, like travel is amazing and it's a blast and Ex- I just love yeah. it. Yeah. Especially once this whole COVID thing is cleared up. For those of you listening to this with the whole, <laughs> in the COVID world where I know that travel is a lot different. Obviously this trip was well before that, but um, but just, yeah, like you were saying, how important travel is and how much it can open up our, our minds and 
like you were saying, the delightful people you can meet who can just be so generous and kind. Like, you really can't put a price on that experience. I know. You know? People are the same wherever you go. It's the coolest thing. Like, you're going to have your little cranky old ladies and your sweet old ladies and your super hovery moms and your really, you know, generous guys that are, look creepy but really are nice. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I just feel like you've got everything everywhere. And so it doesn't matter where you live, like in this whole world, that to just be happy where you are, because it's, you know, I could be living in Italy and have the same kind of neighbors that I do, same kind of people that I'm surrounded with now. Or I could be living in, you know, I don't know, Mazatlan or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 super cool. So oh, that is so cool because we are really more alike than we are different. And, of course, wherever you go. There you are! <laughs> awesome! Well, that's it for today's adventure. Join us next time, and remember... A woman's place is in the mountains. Or in this place, in the casbah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>